Get it going, bro. Alrighty. All right, I'm going to queue. I'm going to queue y'all in. Okay. Yes, sir, Ski, you are tuned in to another edition of Infinite Vibes provided by Taste and Dash Radio. I am Moran, the man. DJ Blacks and D-Lu are in the building. Yeah, here, baby. Yes, sir, Ski. Yes, ma'ams. I'm sorry. Yes, ma'ams. <laughs> it's ma'ams in here. Yes, ma'ams in here. But it actually feels good because we got one of our own in the building because, you know, we're all DJs. Yes, We sir. all are in the music industry. We yes. got somebody that is a DJ and a producer as well. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yeah. yourself to the people? I, I ain't. What's good? Where's homie DJ chose? I ain't know y'all was DJs. So. Oh, you oh, know? Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Like, you don't, you know. Yeah. You just thought, you, you didn't know where you was coming. You just, hey, I got to do an interview. Nah, I just, yeah, I ain't know y'all was DJs. Oh, so I mean, good. I just felt a little better now. You That's know? what's cool. up. Cool. 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 Y'all ain't like media people. Like, oh nah, man! This yeah. a, we specialize in vibes. We 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 offered him a shot when he first got here, man. We trying to make him feel good. For sure, for sure. That's so, real. so how's everything going for you, man? How you feeling today? Um, I'm feeling good, man. I actually probably need some orange juice and some coffee. That's how I be moving, but um, I'm good. Okay. okay. Yeah. That give that gives you energy. Yeah, I be. I think I didn't got addicted. I don't know why. Like I just it's. <laughs> It's like that that power button. It take me in third gear when I drink some coffee. I don't know why. How you that like your sense. coffee? You know, I don't know. It's, it ain't like alcohol. I do it just like the women would do a daiquiri. Like, I like my shit to be kind of, like, sweet, sweet a little bit. Yeah. No, no. I love coffee, too. That's why I ask. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. You got to do the um, caramel macchiatos. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. try what you tell me to. Yeah, you look like you know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. She do. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. But yes, man, we in the presence of DJ Chose. You know, you're a DJ, an artist. You've been mm-hmm. putting in a lot of work. So, um, let's really just start with the origin. You know, talk to our listeners about yourself. Like, how did you really step into this? Got you. I started as an artist. Um, I've been a rapper since I was like 11. Yeah. I just always enjoyed music. And what happened was when I turned like 17, 18, I was going real hard. But the DJs in my city was kind of like holding their nuts on me because they had more people in the pipeline who was mm. spending money or whatever. So I realized, like, I used to sit at the house. Y'all probably know about this, but y'all remember like PC DJ or virtual DJ? Of course. Yeah, of I used course. to sit at the house as an artist, but I would be fucking with that shit. And I was real good at it. Mm. So some chick asked me to DJ a party. I do it from my hood. I rocked it, but after that, I realized, like, damn, if they ain't going to play my music, I need to start DJing. Mm. So I started DJing and became, like, one of the biggest DJs in my city slash region. Mm. And I could never get away from DJ shows as a rapper, so I just stuck with it, and that's how I became a DJ. Mm. Yeah. What's up? And where are you from? I'm from Houston. Well, I'm from Brookshire, Texas, which is a small town that's outside of Houston, but, I mean, I'm so connected to Houston, I just say Houston a lot. Dope. Absolutely. So you became a DJ out of necessity. What was it like for you um, being an artist, you know, trying to get people to fuck with you? Because that could have been discouraging. Yeah, it was hard and it's still been hard because it's like you the person that's actually I'm the person who broke my music. So as I'm breaking it, I'm still trying to go sell it to the next person and the next DJ. And I just feel like as a DJ with high music, it's not always reciprocated by some people. So for so many years, I've been just doing the most to pose to let people know I'm not a threat. Like, I'm like... You come in peace. Yeah, I come in peace. I'm not here to steal your gig. I'm here to actually be the person you can book for the for a better price because I know if y'all go book 
yada, 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 and yada, yada, yada. They going to hit y'all for 100 bands and y'all can't make no money. Well, mm-hmm. I'm the person. I'm going to be hot. I'm going to always have a hit. But yeah. when y'all call, it'll be, okay, tell me what you need me to do so you can make some money too. You feel me? Right. That makes sense. You understand. I get it. Right. I done took a loss. I done paid the artist. I remember we booked this dude from Memphis. I ain't going to say no names. And we paid 15 at a time because, you know, rappers got these little, these they own price in their mind on how much they think they deserve, and it don't always make sense for the promoter or the DJ. And when we paid it, I think we probably made 12 back. We booked them for 15, and we packed it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn, this shit. Like, <laughs> rappers be, like, doing their own audit and upping their price. This shit mm-hmm. inflation. You feel wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Do you feel like that kind of changes the DJ culture because people are doing, like, whoever pays me, that's who I'm going to play? Do you feel like that changes the culture of DJ? Fucking up the game. Like, I didn't have hits that was, like, hotter than other, like, nobody knows this. I don't really speak on this much. But I had a record called Pop That Before French. Yeah, from Houston. The from sample, Houston. right? Yeah. Well, we familiar. Well, I'm familiar. I speak for myself. Okay. I'm sure my co-hosts are familiar. So, my version of Pop That was on billboards. It charted at, like, number 86 or whatever at mm. the time. Well, he just came with a bigger bag. Of course, Drake Wayne, mm. every Ross, you know what I'm saying? So, that just kind of, it just shows, like, in 2020, you could be brought. Like, niggas just getting brought out here. You feel mm-hmm. me? And it ain't always... I ain't gonna say it's a bad thing, but I'm one of them people where I feel like if DJs don't stand for something, like, if you hear a good record, if we was to hear good records and say, all right, this is just a good record. I'm a player. You don't have to pay me. Like, if you don't have that in you somewhere, then the game already fucked up. You feel mm-hmm. me? Right. Because I, I'm i a nigga that like money, but I'm one of them people where if I hear a hit, and the dude come to me like, yo, I want to give you a thousand to play my song. I ain't going to lie. If that bitch a hit, I might just be like, hey, bro, I don't even want your thousand. It's hard. If you want you want to give me a thousand, buy a beat from me or something. But I'm not going to charge you a thousand to play something that I need to be playing. Right. That's real, man. Right. Yeah. You, don't, you don't really see that because it sounds like as a creative, you really are for the culture. Like, of course yeah. you want to make money. Of course you want to take care of yourself and your family. Right. But, you know, it has to be tough seeing somebody – just come with a bigger bag and just take your idea and run off with it. That had Facts. to be tough. Nah, that shit crazy. That shit, that shit just was like, I feel like that was God mm. showing me like, hey, you not, you not dumb. You on the right path. Like the shit you doing gonna work. You know, just keep going. So to be here today and then to be watching the people that, that was then, you know, like. It, it's, Down your nuts now. <laughs> yeah. Well, they need me. Like niggas need hits. And I'm the one who provide them. So it's like, Damn, now you got to pay for that that you did then, and then you got to pay for what I'm going to charge you on this too, nigga. Ooh, boy, karma That's is real. real. Nah, got to sure. up that charge. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What was that transition like? Like, you started off as strictly a DJ. No, and, a rapper. Oh, rapper. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. And then you really popped off DJing. It was it was hard because I don't know if y'all remember, like, the road music. Yeah. Y'all remember Flex by the Party Boys? It was yeah. a real big record. Sure uh, yeah. It's a dude from my hood named Bone, Kirk O'Bangs. Yes. I was Kirk O'Bangs show DJ. So mm-hmm. it was just hard because I watched every, of course, Beat King, but me and Beat King was like this. And I'm the one who broke Beat King, like, in the deep, in the college culture. He wasn't even, mm-hmm. like, that kind of rapper. So it's, it was weird because I've watched every rapper do what I wanted to do before me. And mm-hmm. I'm a rapper, but I'm just DJing because nobody was playing our culture of music. So I had to step in and be the guy to break the Kirk Bangs, to break the Beat King, to play all of these records and do mixtapes because we just didn't have no youngins that was, like, ready to drop 
the mixtapes in like I would do like ten thousand mixtapes and hit the yard with me, my I had a, a group called Brook Gang. It was like eight of us. We literally going out just dishing out ten thousand mixtapes. I don't give a damn. We go out in two in the morning, leave them bitches under the dorm room doors. Like we was just doing the guerrilla marketing and I just feel like I watched everybody win off of me mm-hmm. and I never got the fruits of my labors. Mm-hmm. So now yeah, it feel good to be here because it's like what I built was like it got good bones. You know how people tell you like you need a foundation when you build For a house? Sure. It yeah. ain't like I just built a house that was just like she rock. You know what I'm saying? And that's why a lot of people be here here today gone tomorrow. But I built that bitch with concrete ground, like great foundation. So right. it'll be hard to break me. And I ain't like this ain't just the first rapper money I'm getting. Like I was already paid. So if anything mm-hmm. slow down, it's like I got a 18 wheeler business, my nigga. Like, I'm, a, <laughs> I'm good. You feel me? That's hard. Yeah. Shout out to Black Owned Business. Yes, sir. So, you're entrepreneur as well, too. Yeah. I'm, Explain a little bit about that. Like, how did you get into that, owning your own business outside of the music? Man, my, I got a great business partner. Um, Shout out to my manager, DJ Impact. He be, hey. Yeah, he be really, really giving me great. Just, just the shit that he been through with other artists, he'll tell me and make sure I don't make the same mistakes. So... I mean, even though I got the trucking company, I don't love it. It's like some shit that I'm, you know, I got times where he'll tell me, like, hey, you shouldn't have did that shit, but <laughs> I told you not to do that shit. And <laughs> we got other shit going on, like real estate. Um, And I just, I feel like when you get money, my biggest thing was I got to a point to where, and he'll tell you this, everything I've ever desired, I hit a point where I realized I don't desire that shit. Like, cars. Um, like only thing I still love is nice houses, but the moment I could buy the car I wanted, I used to always want a vet. I I got to the point where I got a, I could get a vet, and me and him just had this discussion like, bro, you don't want no fucking vet, and he was right. I got in that bitch, and I'm just like, I don't want no fucking vet. Like I I want a Lamb, I want a, a Rari. I got to the point where I can get that. And I'm like, do yeah. I want to spend a house on a car? I mean, yeah. a car on a house? Mm. Like that shit. Your priorities aren't are in order. Yeah, yeah. That's all yeah. Is, you know? Even jewelry, like my partners, they 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 be icing it out, and I got some shit, but I still I ain't in love with none of that. I feel like it's all material, mm-hmm. so I'm real big on investing because I also believe in like tithing and shit. But these days, since like I feel like church and shit kind of real shaky, I do something a little different where I put all my tithe money up in an account. And when I, like, find family members that need it better than me, mm-hmm. I do that. But I do it in Jesus' name. I be like, yo, mm-hmm. this from God. Like, if you want to go s- smoke it up, you want to go buy you a pound of weed, my nigga, that's between you and God. But God told me to get this to you. Wow. And you can have this, too, if you just start walking righteously. Wow. And that's how I leave it. And I'm not the holiest person, but I am. I do believe so. Yeah. You got principles. There it's a go. difference. If you live your life on principles, you just move different. Facts. Versus just out here just trying to figure it out. Facts. Yeah. Big facts. Beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. So talk to us about this hit record thick, man. Like literally, it's going crazy. Yeah. I actually yes. got introduced to it. I saw Rennie Rucci. She actually was on the show not too long ago. Okay. I saw a video of her dancing to it. That mm-hmm. was my first introduction to it. Okay. So talk to us about this record. Man, it was crazy. Um like I had, I had just been getting real discouraged with my rap music. I had put on a, I had put out an album called "Took Me Forever" that was hard. Like if y'all go listen to it, y'all probably be like, "Damn, this shit hard." And um, it just ain't do as good as it should have. And 
right after that quarantine hit like mm. oh matter of fact quarantine hit during the time and i was supposed to have an album release so my album release got pushed back which really fucks me because i sell a lot of merch and shit like i i got crazy fans that'll pull up by this merch and i make a lot of money so when i had to push that party back for safety i was just kind of discouraged i've been writing for so many people that during quarantine i'm getting like so many requests like yo help me work on my album work on my album work on my album i'm doing all these records and none of it's gonna come out because it's quarantine everybody just kind of on some yeah as soon as it's over we dropping the album so i'm not i'm realizing like man i'm not setting my year up for next year like i'm setting somebody else's year up but that's if it even comes out next year mm -hmm. so i just start getting real creative and selfish and i'm writing hits and i'm like fuck this this is mine <laughs> fuck this this is mine and when i did thick i was just like you know what fuck holding i'm about to drop something today I ain't even tell him. Like, I ain't tell my manager. He the type of nigga, he be like, bro, don't, please do not drop no music without telling me. So I did the record. I'm in the crib, and I do this thing when people around, I just do the craziest shit to see how they gonna react. And that's how I know if it's a hit. Mm -hmm. So I just start stuttering. And when I start stuttering, literally when I see somebody start laughing, they were like, they just they just bust out laughing. Oh, it's a hit. So I did it. It was done in like 15 minutes. I dropped it the same day. The original version didn't even have B. King on it. It was just me. So he calls me out of nowhere like, you just put out a song? I'm like, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> he listened to it, and he got like a different ear. So nah, he's oh, like, shit. Oh, it. he was just like, that shit cool. That shit cool. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how cool it is. So I just hopped on the internet because in my mind, I'm like, I got to work this. I'm tired of putting out music that just don't go nowhere. Let me put all my energy in this one song. So I just sat on the internet all day and I posted it, but everybody was just hitting me in the comment section with their name. They was like, why you ain't put my name in here? Why you ain't put Nikki in here? Why you oh, ain't put Lex yeah. in here? <laughs> so I was like. That's some female shit right Right, now. right. <laughs> so I'm like, shit, maybe I'll put you in a remix. Just go on, fuck it up on, on your IG live or something. Go on. Motherfuckers just start doing little IG lives where they just dancing the thick for 10 minutes. Mm. And I'm just like, damn, okay. Next thing you know, the streams kicking in. Before you know it, in like one month, I'm at like a million streams. And then um, B King called me. He had just went and brought a Range Rover, but the nigga ain't have his license. So, <laughs> and me and him, like, we got this weird relationship where we like, we didn't beef before. Mm -hmm. We always been friends, but we didn't beef. Mm -hmm. But our beefs never be real beefs. We don't say shit that's like personal, so we don't never really fall out. Mm -hmm. You know how some people they beef and be like, nigga, fuck your mama, fuck your. Yeah. 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 You know, some niggas be like, fuck your mama, fuck nigga, that's why that's why you your little boy ugly. Like when you say shit that's too powerful, y'all can never come back from that. No. Mm -hmm. So when me and him beef, I notice. Like we'll just say some shit like, Yeah, I don't like the way that nigga think our principles fucked up. Like it'll be like real, real strategic beefing. And then the next day, next week we be partners again. So that's your boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's boy. like yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. So we had been partners, but we ain't talked. Right. We had called each other about the little issue we had, but we hadn't talked since then because we both know like he don't need him on, he don't need me. You feel me? We we two niggas who gonna get it done regardless. Mm. So at this point, we had already kind of like squashed it, but he hit me like, "Yo, I'm in Katie. I'm by you. I ain't got my license. You still mad at me or not?" <laughs> and I like, nah, nigga, I never was mad. So he was like, all right, come come get this car and drive it off the lot for me. So I go drive the car off the lot, and we in the car just listening to each other records. And he got Dan Lee going crazy at the time. Mm -hmm. 
So part of me kind of happy, like, damn, this this nigga real nigga. Like, he know he got one up on me right now, but he not even, Man, you know. Like yeah. yeah. And I'm the same way. Like, when I got one up on somebody, I ain't finna just hold my nuts. I said that, I said that the other day on the caption, like, damn, I'm all the way up here and I don't even want to shit on you no more. Because that's how I feel about even old chicks. Like, I don't, I'm popping. I don't, you know, all that hurt I thought I had, I'm up here now and I don't even want to say nothing about it no more. So... Me and him play each other records, and I play them thick. And he was like, I'm getting on this. Send me this. Send it to him. The verse was done the same day. So, wow. yeah. Shout out to B-King. Yeah. Yes. Good Lord. Yes. Good guy right there, man. Yeah, he he he, he a real nigga when he want to be. But he a real <laughs> nigga for sure. He, he a real nigga all the time, but he, you know, he's solid for sure. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. How does it feel for you to um be another face for Texas? Because y'all, Texas has always been a part of hip hop, but you know, right now, you know, yourself, B King, mm-hmm. Megan Thee Stallion, Eric Banks, Travis Scott. Yeah. You know, how does it feel for you to be a part of that? Well, a part of this new generation? Uh, it feels good. I mean, what's so crazy is this goes back to what I was saying when. Like, a lot of people don't know this, but I was the first person, like, really producing for Megan. Mm. I actually shot the four videos for her, like, the ones that went viral. Like, I don't know, if, like, how y'all was introduced to her, but it's a song called Stally Freestyle that I made the beat to, but I shot the video outside my house. So, like... When she was, like, rapping in front of the house? In freestyle. front of the house. That, you street. shot that. I, I shot that video. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah and that's... I Like, when I got love for artists, I... If they ain't got no money at the time, I'm going to shoot that video. So I had shot like that. I did last week in HTX, which was a very viral video for her. Um, I did What the Fuck I Want, and I'm actually in that video. I produced that beat, too. So it's like a lot. I'm the type of person when I really, really, really believe in something, like a lot of the artists I was telling you about, I stopped what I'm doing to help them. And I had to realize, like, yo, I you got to be valuable in this era, too, so... That's why Thick was so big to me. Like, I got to get this going. But to be a part of it now, it feel good. Like, it feel like none of that was in vain because my relationship game is way stronger than everybody else's. Mm. I'm a real dot connector. Like, sometimes... Talk about that. Talk about that. Right. Yeah, like, sometimes when people want features and they can't get it, they'll be like, yo, can you call da-da-da? And I'll be like, bro, we all from Houston. And I forget, like, damn, okay, I'm the one that never, never... I kept that relationship solid, so... I can go get that or, you know, I can go really holler at people that people can't holler at type shit. So. Right. That's what's up. Real plug shit. Yeah. <laughs> for real, for real. That's what's up, mm-hmm. man. That's hard. Well, on behalf of our show, we want to tell you thank you for pulling up, you know, as DJs, as producers. We for sure. We definitely rock with you. We definitely are aware of you and your impact. And uh, we just want to see you win out here, bro. That's what's up. I for love sure. y'all's show. This is probably the best interview I done did. This week type shit. Don't tell hey. nobody. Though. Well, you just said it. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We so, here for that. Absolutely. Thank you. So we always end our interviews just with positive energy, positive words of affirmation. So, you know, what are some advice that you can provide to anybody that's on the come up trying to get like you, dog? Um, Damn, I got to go back to what my mama used to tell me. Um, First thing, I just learned this. I learned this, I want to say four days ago. And... I feel like all my life I've been battling with this, mm. but this is my advice. Like, somebody gonna like you. Just be you, you know what I'm saying? Like, we in a world, 2020, everybody got a favorite, and everybody 
like somebody that likes somebody else, so we always striving to be somebody else. Like, right. we got to be ourselves. Like, I didn't realize, like, I'm not the flashy, uh, I ain't even, I've never been a talker. Like, if I got smoked with somebody, when I see them, it's going to either pan out how it's going to pan out. So, when that comes to that, it's like, when you see these people that we see that lead our fucking genre and shit, like, let them be them. You allowed to be you. We allowed to be us. I'm lame. I like to fucking eat turkey, bacon, and eggs in the morning in hopes that I can keep my abs till I'm fucking 100 years old. Like, <laughs> that's me. I don't got to be the nigga that smoke weed, sip lean, and pop every pill in the world that I don't know who's prescribed the type shit. Like, mm. we got to be ourselves, guys. Mm. And that's my advice because I'm, I'm striving to be myself. Like... <laughs> I've been on IG Live doing R&B sessions all week because I'm an R&B nigga. I'm an old school nigga. Like, I like that kind of music. And I'm just realizing, like, bro, I can show people who I am. Like, I ain't got to be like the rest of these niggas that that lead our culture. Like, I'm not them. I'm me. So That's real. Be your mama's son or your mama's daughter, people. Hey. Wise words from Wise DJ words. Shows. Yes. Wise words. Again, thank you on behalf of us. And... Uh, as gift of a sponsor. With your own chaotic eyeball. I don't yes, know if you know sir. what that's like. Yeah. I gotta put this in. Right. That go over your mic? Yeah, yeah that go over your mic. Yeah. Ah, from man, us to really. you. Hey. Yes, sir. Hey. So you gotta shout us out. Yeah, man. Put this yes. on your Instagram. All day. Put us on there. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. See what happens when you get gifts. He happy, he's smiling, you know what I'm saying? Show the eyeball to the camera, though. Show the eyeball to the camera, if you don't mind. Yes, Sersky. Yes, Sersky. I've been looking for one of these. Yes, courtesy of us, man. So, yeah, on behalf of us, that is a gift from us to you. Shout out to our sponsor. And, yeah, man, uh, please give our listeners your Instagram, social media, and please introduce this thick record because we're going to play it right now. What's good, world? Show me DJ chose. Um, I forgot what he just told me to do. But right now, you rocking with... Oh, my IG. What's good, world? Show me DJ chose. You can get on IG, follow me at DJ chose, or you go to my website, djchose.com. And right now, you finna rock with my new record, which is Thick. Thick. Go tune in. What's up? Hey. Dash Radio. Yes, sir. Yes, what's up? If any vibes, taste, turn us up. Let's get it.